1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au
0: T's and C's apply in South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005.
2: Heels, that was great news. uh, As Vanessa has just mentioned from Cam Smith that uh, Cam Munster is on his way to join them in training in Warwick today.
1: Mm, I was hoping they'd do a public physio session. Remember yeah. the old days when oh, they oh,
2: used oh. to do that? Yeah,
1: well, he's got—they've got him in the middle of the local footy club <laughs> field on the bench and
2: getting getting the shoulder rubbed. Well, I don't know whether you'd remember going back when I was young, having to do the the medicals. They'd all have to strip down to their jocks and socks and their speedos or whatever they were wearing, and the doctor would would give it, it was just for the camera. Yeah, you know, Doc a little Roy. check on the shoulders. Yeah, Roy, that's exactly right. Yeah. hey, yeah, just catching up from uh, all things overnight. The the Joker has survived a really tough five-setter <laughs> against uh, Yannick Sinner, but he is through to the semi-finals at Wimbledon. And Yannick
1: the... Sinner is the least Italian-looking person I've seen <laughs> and heard from. Yeah.
2: Exactly right. I know. Well, he, he pushed. Uh, he pushed the Joker overnight. There's there's more breaking news on what's happening with the uh, Curios at Wimbledon too. I'll talk about that later on because we we have got a very special guest on the show this morning. A great announcement yesterday that the Socceroos will be playing their final home game before the World Cup right here at Suncorp Stadium. So Suncorp Stadium, uh, sporting capital of the world, right at the moment. We've got the Socceroos coach Graham Arnold joining us. Uh, Graham, great privilege to have you on the show. Congratulations on what you've done. But uh, as you kept saying yesterday at the press conference, nothing really achieved yet. you want to get there and cause a real stir in Qatar?
0: Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's uh, obviously it's it's been a crazy couple of weeks after the game. Um, But, um, you know, it was a great uh, overall. I was so uh, so grateful of the players and the staff during the the difficult times we've had, obviously, through COVID, having to play 16 games out of 20 away from home and the we still did it, and so now it's, it really shows me a lot of mental strength and and a lot of belief moving forward.
2: I think that was the most telling statement for me. And you know, I'm, I'm employed in this in the sporting game. When you said, "Hey, we've been away for 16 of 20," I thought, "God, what a performance this is!" And and the qualifying period went over a thousand days, didn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It was. Uh you know, when you when you look at the I mean, wonderful announcement that we're playing at Suncorp Stadium, that uh, the friendly we had against Jordan before those two games uh, was the first friendly we've been able to have since Timmy Cahill's retirement. Yeah. So it just just shows you how <clears throat> how difficult it was. You know, it was a, you know, the third phase, we, you, you know, normally spans out over eight feet windows and you play, you know, over probably a year and a half. But because of COVID, we had to, Jam those ten games into eight months, nine months, and uh, you know. So it was. Of course, there was those difficulties, and everyone's had those difficulties in life, and and you know, uh, everyone. But for me now, it's it's all about <clears throat> what I believe in, and and that is that. Uh, yeah, it was difficult with COVID, but COVID has really helped me connect a great culture within the within the team of players because um, Ian knows better than anyone that uh, when you when you uh, have a great culture of mateship and, and, and brotherhood in the team, then you're prepared to do anything for each other. And being locked down during COVID uh, all around the world, the boys couldn't get off the floor that they uh, that we were staying in unless oh, we yep. were going to training. The, the boys had to socialise together in the social room, playing, you know, uh, FIFA, uh, Xbox and all those things. You, you really build a great uh, family culture of, uh, as I said, brotherhood.
1: Oh, and then if you can put some success into it, and it's no coincidence that you do have success with that attitude, it just becomes so much fun. Have we got? Yeah. Have we got a renewed quality in this generation of uh, soccer? You know, Kewell, Varduka, Neil, Bresciano, yeah. Swartz,er Kale. You mentioned. What What have we got?
0: Look, you know, it's mate. You know better than anyone. It's hard to, for me. It's always not right to reflect on the past of of certain players the same as, you know, probably people compared or looked at you with Rod Marsh or things like that. It's yep. like generations change, the game changes. And, you know, people talk that we don't have anyone in the top league at the moment. It will, leagues around the world at the moment. That that can be true. But I believe that, you know, <clears throat> with the right mentality and the right commitment, the players can do what, you know, what's expected of, the, of them over the over certain games. And, look, I did the Olly Roos, you uh, as well, um, for a reason, and that was to bring the, to bring the young kids through. Yep. And, you know, people can talk about, you know, success. We went to the Olympics and we beat Argentina 2-0 mm-hmm. with a, a young team, young, and uh, young. when I say inexperienced team of, of kids that uh, weren't playing much football in the A-League, and those kids are now, nine of them are gone overseas, nine of them are playing in leagues overseas in, in Germany and, and Scotland, and instead of playing 26 games a year here in Australia, they'll end up playing 60 games a year. So they're only going to be and get better and better the more you do things. So we have a real good mixture at the moment of young and old. Uh, or when I say old, yeah, experience. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, the young ones are tapping them on the shoulder. And saying to these experienced players, you know, we want your position. And, and now it's the experienced players that are, you know, fighting back saying, well, you're not getting it. You have to earn it. So it's a, it's a great... Um, way of having those boys together.
2: Yeah, it's you're right. It's fantastic. So, now, in our group, Group C, France, Denmark, Tunisia. Yep. And uh, yep. if you made a point yesterday, we've only ever won two games at World
0: Cups. Yep. Two games out of 13 um, since 2005. And uh, <clears throat> we're going there to win games. Like, I felt... I went to watch in Russia... Um, and uh under bertha marwak and i felt watching them play us play france were there for the taking the french always start slow they, they, they're looking at the final game of the tournament which is the final mm. or the semi-final that's what they're looking at well we're looking at the first game and yeah. when i went and watched them in, in russia you know, I, I walked out of that stadium feeling like we went out there trying not to lose and uh i don't believe in that way i believe in always whenever we go on the pitch. Going out uh, to win the game, to win the game, and uh, you know I'm so excited because those boys. The, the difference with this World Cup is there's only seven days preparation uh, before our first game against France, <clears throat> and we've had the experience of uh, playing five of our World Cup qualifiers in Qatar in an air-conditioned stadium mm. on the on a on a pitch that is quick, and uh, <clears throat> and and we've won all five games. So it's like our home away from home. And uh, our boys are very comfortable there. You know, France will walk in there on the, you know, six days, five days before they play us and probably go out with those those expectations of, oh, Tony Australia will beat them. We'll we'll be ready mentally for them for sure.
1: Oh, that's unreal. That's perfect. Um, You know, with all the challenges you've had with COVID and then player availabilities early and the travel away, you, you got the job done, but you really felt some doubters here at home, didn't you?
0: Whether they're doubters or uneducated. Right. It's, uh, you know, like, I love watching all sports cricket and that. I love watching that. Alex Valkonovsky the other day and what he said straight after his UFC fight, you know, and it was, you know, don't let the doubters get you believe in yourself, you know, that's the Aussie way. And, You know, I don't let that affect me um, at all. I don't read anything. I don't read social media. I don't do it. I don't uh, read Australian media most of the time because there's a lot of it's built on negativity. So I like speaking to people like yourself that uh, have done it, been there, done it, played it, experienced the pressure, experienced those moments, and uh, they're the ones that matter to me. And, And as long as my family's healthy and happy and they're not struggling with it and my close mates are... I've got some real close mates that are really great support, then I'm fine.
1: Yeah, well, I'd totally. And the reason I ask is my feelings for the Socceroos are that the country is so behind you. It, it, it really galvanises us when a Socceroos test is on. And, uh, like, I hope the team doesn't feel anything but that.
0: Well, I, I'm not putting any negativity against other Major sports here in Australia, but we, you know, football here in Australia is is, is the highest participated sport at grassroots yep. and junior level. But we play our sports played all around the world, and some of, some of our sports here in Australia aren't. But I do believe that every four years, <clears throat> there's two teams that unite the nation uh, completely, and, and the cricket fans, the the AFL fans, the rugby league fans, uh, all come to watch and all obsessed with the Socceroos at World Cups yep. and the Matildas yeah. at, at World Cups and you know <clears throat> during covid especially that uh, our country got divided and we you know new south wales was hating victoria and victoria was hating queensland and <laughs> queensland was hating perth and we are all over the place but i truly believe i truly believe now um, that uh, this is a great way to reunite our country well, and uh and get us back together. Yeah, That's not one.
2: for not for just one more week, Graham. We hate New South Wales for one more week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I hate. Well, I hate. I hate Queensland
0: for one more
2: week. <laughs> I expected that. <laughs> hey, listen, just very quickly. You've been so generous with your yeah. time. Uh, do you think no, Tom no. Roggez will be part of your campaign? Well,
0: mate, I I I I've got to speak to Tommy. Um, yeah. You know, he's obviously pulled out with personal reasons and. Uh, you know, I'm always here to support him for those personal reasons because uh, everyone has a personal life as well. So, first and foremost, I'm here for Tommy Rogic, uh, the person, and uh, then we will have a chat about the football side.
2: Brilliant, great to talk to you, mate. Really appreciate it, and yeah. uh, you can expect a really, really big crowd at Suncorp on September 22.
0: Oh, mate, well, just before I go, let's hope, uh, let's expect that uh, we get a great crowd because it's a great opportunity to celebrate hundred years of the soccer roots. and you know when you look at a hundred years we've only ever capped about six hundred and twenty three players so it's an average of six players a year uh, a chance for the fans to say bye bye and good luck and all the best to the boys and uh and finally it's a great opportunity last opportunity for the players to get their, their to get their name on the sheet of you know, the selection sheet of paper to go to the World Cup. It'll
2: be a great uh, evening. Done. All done. I've got no doubt Queensland sports fans will come out in droves. Graeme Arnold, thanks very much. Thanks, Graeme. Thanks, guys. Thanks. 8.44 here, Breakfast with Patton Healds on SENQ. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal,
1: or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset.